0: Hello and welcome to the Adventures of Superman from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Incidentally, I meant to ask you something. Does the telephone number 4785 mean anything to you?
0: 4785? Uh huh. Gee, it sounds familiar. 4785. Yeah,
1: I found it on a slip of paper in one of the bureau drawers in my room, and I noticed that someone penciled it on the wall above the payphone.
0: Oh, yeah, now I remember. It's a restaurant. The Johnsons used to go there a lot. The Johnsons? Mm-hmm, the brothers who had your room. Jerry told me about the place once. It's supposed to have wonderful steaks. Who's Jerry? The boy, I knew.
1: Well, if it's supposed to have wonderful steaks, how about you and me sampling them tonight?
0: Oh, you mean you're asking me out to dinner?
1: Well, it looks that way.
0: Well, what else can a poor girl do but accept? <laughs>
1: mistake, Ruth. It's a bar and pool room.
0: You called that number, didn't you? Uh-huh.
1: 4785. The man answered and said Jack's Place.
0: That's what the sign said.
1: Oh, it's empty except for the people playing pool in the back. Few men at the bar. Shall we take a chance? Yeah, I don't know. Some of these dives are supposed to have wonderful food.
0: Well, I'm game if you are.
1: Okay, let's go. How's your steak, Ruth?
2: Mm. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah.
1: yeah, so's mine. Anybody told me you could get a delicious steak in a pool room, I'd... Oh. What's the matter?
0: Those two men who just came in. Yes? They're the Johnson brothers. They had your room. Oh. Would you excuse me a moment, Mr. Kent? I'd like to ask them something. Yeah, surely. <laughs> Mr. Johnson?
1: You are talking to me, lady?
0: Yes, don't you remember me? I'm Ruth Miller.
1: You got the wrong party, lady.
0: Oh, you're joking. You and your brother had the front second floor room at my mother's house on Grafton Street for months. What I want to know is, have you seen or heard from Jerry? Look,
1: lady, you got the wrong party. My name ain't Johnson. You're making a mistake. He's not making any mistake, Johnson. Are you Arnie or Nick? Hey, what is this? A little matter of murder. Oh, yeah? Don't move, copper. (laughs) I'm not a cop, Johnson, but I'd still like to take you down to headquarters for a chat. Your brother, too. Well, this 32 says we ain't going. Nick. Yeah? Take the dame out to the car. Oh,
0: please, I didn't know.
1: I, not I, much, you didn't. No, you know enough just, to put the finger on us. No, take her out, Nick.
0: Okay. Oh, no, I won't go.
1: Miss Miller's not involved in this, Johnson. Shut up and freeze. I'm backing out of here, but I'm keeping my eye on you. One move and you're a dead cookie. <clears throat> Unable to act for fear of revealing his true identity... Park Kent remains motionless as Nick Johnson drags Ruth Miller into the rear seat of a car parked at the curb, while his brother Arnie backs out of the bar and pool room with a leveled revolver. But no sooner does the car pull away than Kent is out on the darkened street. Stepping into an alley, he quickly changes from a mild bespectacled crime reporter to the heroic blue and red clad figure of Superman. <laughs> Leaping into the sky, he spots the car weaving in and out of the narrow slum section streets hovering over it like some strange prehistoric bird, the only human being who numbers among his amazing powers the power of flight, follows his quarry as no one else can. Finally, when the car reaches a broad, unencumbered highway and begins to pick up speed, Superman drops down behind it. Hey. Gripping the rear bumper in his steel-muscled hands, he braces himself and brings the car to a grinding, screaming hey. stop. Oh. All right, boys, this is the end of the ride. That's what you think. I'll take that gun. Then I'll take
2: you. Nick. Let go of Nick! me.
1: Nick. Nick can't help you now.
0: Get him, Nick.
1: Don't be afraid, Miss Miller. I'll take your gun, too, Nick. And just to make sure you don't get out of hand, I think I'll bang your two heads together and put you both to sleep like this. You all right, Miss Miller?
0: Yes. But what happened? How did you stop the car? You know who I am, don't you? No, I... I can't see It's too
1: dark. Here, I'll stand in the headlights.
0: Superman! Does
1: that answer your question?
0: Yes. Is Mr. Kent all right? Did they hurt him? No,
1: he'll be waiting for you at your house. There's a bus station across the road. I suggest you take the bus. Here it comes now. Get back home as soon as you can. I'll be there. You will? Uh, uh, Slip of the tongue. I I meant Kent will. I've got to get these two carriages to police headquarters. It was nice meeting you, Miss Miller.
0: It was wonderful meeting you. Thank you for saving my life. Ruth? Mr. Kent? Yes, you all right? Oh, that was a terrible thing you did to me, Mr. Kent. If it hadn't been for Superman... I know,
1: I know. I'm sorry I had to use you as a decoy, but it was the only way.
0: But you're not a policeman? Where are
1: you? No, no, no. I'm a crime reporter. Luke Garrity, the man they murdered, was a friend of mine. The Johnsons and a third man shot him down in cold blood. What's the matter, Ruth?
0: Who was the third man?
1: We don't know yet, but we will soon. One of the Johnson boys is bound to talk. That kind always talks sooner or later.
0: Why didn't you ask me about the Johnsons instead of moving in here and doing it this way? I
1: didn't know how deeply you might be implicated. Maybe they were friends of yours. Frankly, I never expected to bump into them in that joint tonight. It was just a shot in the dark.
0: You're... You're sure they'll tell the police who the third man was? Oh, no
1: question about it. It may take a little time, but there's a pretty good rule about those things. Rats always squeal when they're caught.
0: I... I feel a little dizzy. I think I'll go to bed. Oh,
1: sure, sure. And again, I'm sorry I had to do what I did.
0: It's all right. Good night, Mr. Kent.
1: Good night, Ruth.
0: This Kirby here in the city. I don't know her first name and I don't know where she lives, but I'd like the telephone numbers of all the Kirbys. I'll call them myself and find the one I'm looking for.
2: Ruth Miller. Oh yes, come in, please. Jerry's spoken about you a number of times. Mrs. Kirby, there's no time to lose. Where is Jerry? Well, he went out this afternoon for the first time in weeks. Oh, I don't know what's got into that boy. He didn't stick his nose outdoors
0: since he come back. Mrs. Kirby, there isn't time to talk. I spent hours trying to locate you. I called every Kirby in Metropolis.
2: There, there, don't fret
0: so. (laughs) Sit down, catch your breath.
2: No, would you like a cool drink, lemonade, or soda pop? No,
0: we've got to find Jerry. We've got to tell him the police are looking for him. What was that? The police, they're looking for Jerry. He was with two other men when they committed a murder. That's a lie. No, it isn't. I only wish it were. We've got to find Jerry and warn him. You're, you're trying to make trouble for my
2: boy. No. I know you're kind. Get out of my house. Please, Jesus, Kirby. get out, I said. I love Jerry. I want to help him. I don't believe it. I don't believe a word of it. My Jerry's done some bad things, yes, but he wouldn't hurt anyone. How can you stand there so brazen and tell such lies? Mrs.
0: Kirby, you've got to listen to me. You've got to believe me. They arrested the two men Jerry was with tonight. Why do you think he hasn't gone out of the house for weeks? Why do you think he's been hiding? Glory Peter, I'm not telling you these things to try to hurt you. I want to help Jerry if I can. I offered to help him before he ran away from me and came to you, but he wouldn't let me. He wouldn't even tell me what was wrong.
2: I, I can't bring myself to believe it. There must be some explanation. I hope you're right, but in the meantime...
0: Oh, Jerry! You
2: didn't lose no time getting here, did you, you dirty little double-crosser? Jerry! I heard what happened. You squealed and brought the cops to Nick and Arnie at Jack's place. You put the finger on him. No, Jerry, I didn't... And now you're trying to put the finger on me. Jerry! Keep out of this, Ma. Jerry,
0: you've got it all wrong if you will only just listen Nuts to... Not to
2: you, sister. You're not sending me up for murder.
0: Murder? Jerry, put that gun away. Put it away and listen to me.
2: My boy with a gun... My boy, a murderer. Shut up. You said it with your own lips. I heard you. Shut up, Ma. Shut up. Jerry, listen to me. I'm not listening to nobody. They're not going to burn me for killing that guy. There's only one thing to do. Only one thing.
1: Who are you calling?
2: I'm calling the police, Jerry.
1: Put down that phone, Ma. Ma, I got a gun. Put down that phone or
2: I... Jerry! I'm I'm calling the police. You do as you like. It don't matter anymore. Ma, don't make me do it. Don't make me. Jerry, are you crazy? It's your mother. Hello. Get me the police station, please. Ma, I'm warning you. I'll do it. So help me. I'll do it. Go right ahead, Tom. Like I said, it don't matter anymore. Put the gun up to my head and kill You're forcing me. Then do it, Jerry. Hello. This is Mrs. Edward Kirby. I don't want to put your mate ah! me. Drop that gun, Jerry. Superman. Drop it. Yes, you know. you All right, I'll pick it over. up, Ruth. Thank you.
1: Sorry, Mrs. Kirby, I had to break in this way.
2: Oh, who are you? It's Superman. Super. It's too late to help my boy. I, I called the police. Yes,
1: I know. Fortunately, I wasn't too late to prevent him from trying to correct one mistake with another.
2: Don't cry, child. It won't help none now, Jerry. Yes, Ma. You—you've been out all day, likely without a morsel of food. You must be hungry. No, Ma. Maybe you'd like a cup of cocoa. You—you you always did like a cup of cocoa. No, Ma. Thanks. Must be something I can do for you, Jerry. Seems like I wasn't much good as a mother, but there must be some. Oh, Please, Ma. I tried. As God is my witness, I tried. I guess I just didn't know how. There's a lot in knowing how.
0: When your father
2: died, I I said to myself he's not gonna be ashamed of the way I raised his boy. He's gonna be proud. That's what I said. But it didn't work out that way. I tried so hard. Now I've lost so much.
1: I know exactly what you mean, Mrs. Kirby. The trouble is, everybody loses in a thing like this. Nobody wins. And so ends Highway to Murder on The Adventures of Superman, which comes to you now each week at this same time over many of these ABC stations. And here is a special Christmas message from Superman himself. Friends, this is an extra special Christmas for me because it marks the 11th year my adventures have been broadcast on the radio. It hardly seems that long, probably because you've all been such faithful listeners. The letters you've written through the years have been, as you know, more than welcome and I've tried to answer each and every one of them. And so on this 11th Christmas, a season of joy and happiness, of giving and receiving, I would like to thank all of you for the invaluable gift of your faithful listening and wish you a very merry Christmas. Listen again next week when Superman becomes very much involved in The Mystery of the Little Men. Superman is a copyrighted, transcribed feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazine and brings you radio's most fabulous character in thrilling stories of action, mystery, and adventure. So be sure to listen when you hear the familiar cry... Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane! It's Superman! The role of Superman is played by Bud Collier. Lois Lane by Joan Alexander. Music is composed and played by John Garth. This is Jackson Beck reminding you to be sure to listen next week to The Mystery of the Little Men on The Adventures of... Superman! This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.